Welcome to Definitely Different, the podcast, where no topic is off limit, definitely different indeed, and invites you to new possibilities. Welcome to a different world. Welcome to a new episode of Definitely Different, the podcast. I am very, very excited uh, with this episode with uh, another definitely different topic. And um, I have an amazing guest from all the way from Australia, Shijisa Bowman. Welcome. Hi, Evie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, so Shijisa, like I already said, you, you live in Australia. and um, you're married to Stephen Bowman. Um, you have um, a fair few businesses, um, seven or eight, and I would love for you to um, speak about that a little bit more because um, it ties so super well in the topic um, about uh, a book that you wrote uh, called Conscious Leaders. So this is going to be an, an episode about um, leadership and then that word that's before conscious leadership, what that is and um, what it actually uh, means and what you can what, what you can do with it. Because um, it's such a, it's very different. And also I think there's like a time where um, the word uh, consciousness is, is getting, a platform it's getting a stage so um Jadissa, the stage is all yours um could you tell us a little bit about um your businesses well the, our businesses we have seven and now number eight we just uh, formed with another partner uh in europe but uh you mentioned the the reason why you reached out to me is you found my uh my my new book Cool. Yes, yes. So Shadissa wrote, can you show us the book? Because I have only the online version. Shadissa wrote a book, Conscious Leaders, which I'm now like devouring and reading. And, so that's um, a new book called Conscious Leaders for Futures That Are Sustainable. But that's my second book. My first book was written 15 years ago called Conscious Leadership. And that Conscious Leadership 15 years ago, no one ever actually... Um, really heard about the two words putting together. It wasn't trendy, it wasn't popular then, but that's over 17 years ago, I used to be working in the corporate uh, world, you know, the Fortune 500 in Australia, basically. Wow. And I was senior executive in that environment and I was working in the corporate uh, world for 25 years. And by being in that space, I saw a lot of anti-consciousness and unconsciousness being performed within that environment. And that's when I found access consciousness. And I realized that there are totally different ways of looking and being in the world. And then I, Steve and I started talking to Gary Douglas, who's uh, the founder of Access Consciousness and say, you know, what would it be like if we could actually introduce the concept of being conscious 
looking at the world through different eyes of being aware of the possibilities without going into conclusion about this is the way the business supposed to be functioning from. And that's when I started writing about conscious leadership because I just, I was not happy with the anti-conscious leadership uh, that was happening during those times. So when I wrote that book, I mean, just very, a handful of people who were able to receive it. And a lot of people said, oh, those two words, conscious leadership, what's that mean? Because most people think that consciousness is you have your eyes open, you, you awake, uh, awake not in terms of awakening, but you have your eyes open and you, you speak and you live, you must be conscious. And trying to introduce people to the new concept of consciousness and during this, that time was quite an interesting challenge. But, with, uh, but we never gave up. We just kept on talking about it. So Steve and I, uh, after being in the corporate world for 25 years, we made the deliberate choice to, to actually take everything we know, everything we uh, see that's truly possible. And, and the two of us set up the business together um, about uh, 15 years ago uh, called Conscious Governance to start off with. And our, and our uh, target then was to uh, be a, a voice, to be a spokesperson, to bring uh, awareness and consciousness to the, uh, to the leadership to the corporate world, to the business world, to nonprofit, to anything and anyone who actually stopped long enough to, to want to know what we were doing. And um, we just had that book, Conscious Leadership, that we, we end up um, you know, being invited to speak at all of the leadership conferences and all those things that are able to receive what we were talking about. And from that space, we created conscious governance. And what we do is we work with the top end of the business world. So the CEO, board of director, the leadership team, uh, the, the, the governance party of the organization. And because we made the deliberate choice to set ourselves up to be in that space, the people who are willing to receive us actually reach out and ask us to come in and you know facilitate their board to look at the world through different eyes to look at okay the reason why our business are not functioning and and doing as good as it could be because our whole board uh, is functioning from anti-conscious or unconscious so they invite us to come in and say okay we want to be better we want to do something even greater. So what can you and Steve actually uh, assist our board to look at how they can lead and governing the business from a different place? And that's when we started to bring conscious governance into, uh, into the world. Uh, we're do looking at strategic awareness because um, you know, we, we integrate awareness 
to the strategy. Most people are talking about, oh, I'm aware, I'm aware, but they don't have the strategy to actually uh, create greater possibility in the world. You know, there's a lot of people function from awareness, but they don't have uh, uh, the way to actualize what they are aware of and to create and to facilitate and to provide the service of, uh, that will allow the world to be a greater place. So we integrated strategic awareness into one of the tools that we show the leadership team and the business to actually bring their strategy, bring their services, bring their product out into this world. So that's our main business. And we have six more. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, well, there's there's like uh, a lot of questions uh, rise in my world and I'm sure for uh, the people that are will be watching and listening to this, like, um, so could you give like, as like, com like a, um, some examples about like the, the differences that you uh, have noticed in those businesses that are like really implementing um, the tools that you give them, like the strategic awareness and stuff. Because um, like one of the things that you said was, um, I really like that. What if like consciousness is being aware of the possibilities? Um, so how do you, yeah, how, how do you see that in, in, a, in a business? Because um, I'm sure there's like a lot of different businesses with different things that they offer to the world that come to you guys for that. Um, could you give us like some concrete examples of, um, yeah, the, the things that are like showing up be because well, of it? Um, I think when you read in the book already, when we're talking about consciousness, it's not spiritual. We're not talking about all oh, the spiritual attainment. Consciousness yeah. is a state of being that we all have within ourselves. The thing is, most people are not even aware or acknowledge that they have awareness and consciousness within themselves. So that's one key thing. And the key thing about consciousness is when you are being conscious, you are present with what is, and you are aware of what can and can't be. That is the first ingredient of what it means to be conscious. You are present with everything, with yourself, with everything around you. And from that space, you're aware of what can and can't be with the situation that you are in. The second key that's so important to be conscious is you include everything and you judge nothing. You know, you can't function from conscious and awareness if you don't include things and you don't receive everything and you judge and come to conclusion, projection, expectation and judgment. So those are the two, two uh, specific uh, from a lack of better word, tools to allow people to see that if you truly want to create greater possibilities in the world, you have to start off with yourself. You have to look at making the deliberate choice to be a conscious leader in your own life first. You can't be a conscious leader in the world if you are not making a choice to be a conscious leader in your own life first. And this is when we go into the business, we might go into the ball. 
and we might go into the CEO and leadership team, we would say, okay, you are the leader of this multi-billion dollars organization, but are you a conscious leader of your own life? You know, if your life is totally messed up, if you have a, you know, bad relationship with your family, your, with your wife, with your kids, with your friend, with your community, and you are trying to be a leader of this organization, who you are being, the energy that you are being and creating will actually be transferred in what you are doing and being with this organization. So basically we would invite people to actually acknowledge themselves as a leader within their life. Wow, and that's, a, they, <laughs> that's a very, uh, that's cool, I love it. So we invite people to look at their life and these people are already uh, a leader of a major organization, but we, we invite them to even start from the start, meaning look at who you are choosing to be, who you are being in your own private life. If you're going to be successful, creating successful business, first, the leader have to look at who, who are you choosing to, to be? How are you creating your reality in your life right now? Is it working for you? And if it's not working, we actually invite people to say, are you aware that if your life is not working, you are the creator source of your life and your reality? So if your life is not working, how did you actually create that? We ask in, the, in, in the, the, the more gentle form, but that's the energy. If your life is not working, you, you can embody and be and claim and acknowledge that you are the creator source of that not working. Then you'll be able to create something totally different. Because if you create something that you didn't like, now you have the power to create something that you like better, that works for you better. Oh, wow. So people actually don't really come to you guys for a quick fix. This is like a deep dive in changing not only the way that they function in business, but like their whole life. Well, we're not there to fix anyone. I think that's the key thing. We're not about Mr. And Mrs. Fix it. We, uh, you know, fix is like contextual. And we don't actually function from contextual. And Steve and I made a choice that we want to be a catalyst for change and for different possibilities in the world. And we want it to be a chosen one, not the choosing one. The cho we want to be the choosing one, not the chosen one. Most consultant is where to be chosen for someone to come in, to, for them to come in and fix their organization. We're there as someone who say, okay, we have different tools and we will talk from different place of different possibilities. And we're not there to try to tell them how to fix a problem because we don't function from a space of problem. We function from a space of choice and possibilities. You said something very intriguing there. We are, you know, we're not the chosen one. We are the choosing one what do you mean with that you're the choosing one 
we what well, we came up with that whole awareness that you know most people function from they are being a chosen one and they're very proud of the fact that someone uh, see the value of them and choosing them to be that now if if the person is always waiting to be chosen can you see what kind of reality they are actually creating they're, they're not actually choosing to create their life they're looking at who else going to see my value who else going to be able to choose me to do something for them so if if we bring that into 360 degree we say okay if you are the creator source of your own reality you have to look at be the, the one who choose everything that you want to create and generate in your life including the client that you want to work with including the business and the project that you are doing so steve and i made the choice wow. that we look at okay we don't go into conclusion when when someone wanting us to work with them because we will go into can these people receive what we have to say you know because we're not function form we need to make money we make deliberate choice many years ago that we make money without having to have a client to have us making money and that's huge if everyone can receive that, if you don't make your business as the way to make money, and that's what most people do, they they look at, oh, I need to have a business because I need to make money and I need to have a living and have money to live my life. As soon as the person who have a business to make money, you are become a victim of your client because you were hoping or you are hoping that someone would choose you someone will choose to have your service so they pay you the money so when you make sure that you be a chosen one then you have to set yourself up so you don't make the business as a source of making money for you you are the source of making money for yourself Therefore, when you have a business to be a catalyst for different possibilities, you are choosing who you're going to be working with. You are choosing what you're going to be create with be creating with people, and what catalyst for change it can be for them, without bringing the money into as a source of why you're doing what you're doing. Does that make sense? Have you always said? Is that overwhelming? <laughs> it, it um, I think both. Um, it totally makes sense, and I and I, um, probably speaking for people that are like watching and listening to this, is um, like I'm almost like immediately looking at like where uh, I still uh, make money, um, the source, uh, for for my business and. Uh, instead of like really what you what you just uh, so beautifully described of like being the choosing one like really knowing what you're capable of what your value is what you can bring to the table to this world and uh, and really uh, function and choose from that it's just uh and it's not just us who could do that ivy you could you could make the deliberate choice now to create your life <laughs> in that space right 
I mean, it's a choice yeah. that it's a, like you were saying that, oh, uh, you, you are aware that you're still making uh, the money as the reason why you're creating the business. And from that awareness, you can make different choice. Uh, can you see what I'm yeah. talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because most people don't <laughs> even have that awareness. And now for you, from our conversation here, you actually have that awareness. Oh, wow. I actually make money as a source of why I'm doing business. So the next question that you can ask yourself, if you want to create something different, that is, Please. I'm, not <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that you have to do it, but now There's you have- There's a reason why I brought you to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. But the thing is now you have that awareness, right? That there, there are different, possibilities that you could create your life and your business that you become the source of your business and you make a target and deliberate choice of knowing why you're creating this business not just because you need money as soon as you can take that out of the computation that i'm doing this business for whatever reason and that you do because you know people still you still need to make money, of course. You can't actually have a business because you're not a charitable organization that, that do for nothing. So you still have to have awareness that, okay, I'm doing this to, to also get, uh, uh, you know, acquire money, but money not the main source of why you're doing business. Can you see the difference? Mm -hmm. So if you look at your business now and if you say, okay, I, am I doing this business? purely truly just to make money then you have to look at so what else you could create it from because your business can you feel the energy if you're just doing this business purely to make money how big this business would be and if you can just say okay i'm doing this business because i know something i have the gift i have something that no one else actually have that if i share this with the world, I wow. will be the catalyst to create something different. And because I am the gift, I am willing to people to value me and pay me the money that, you know, that will, will allow me to create and generate more. But you do from a space of you receive money and you allow money to create different possibilities. Because a lot of people say, I want to make money with business. It's because I'm lack. I need money. If I don't have this money, I won't survive. That's one energy. So feel if everywhere that you have that energy, you can say, okay, I have that energy. I want to create something different. So what else can I create here? Then you can look at, okay, I am doing this, not just because I need money. I'm doing this because I have something that I know that it will be a gift to create something totally different in the world. And whatever that gift is, you know, because, you know, we all have a gift. We all bought, every single one of us have a special gift that no one else actually have. And whatever that gift is, and I know you have gift in create beautiful graphic, you have that gift in all those, but 
what else on top of that gift? Because if you look at, I'm a gift at Create Beautiful Graphic, but what is it, the AVEs, that make that beautiful graphic different from, you know, other 50,000 people that create beautiful graphic? Because that is the gift that when you are aware of, you can use that gift to create the graphic, to create something that you love to do, that to provide people that what you do for them will create greater possibility for them, not because you need them to pay you money. And because of that, they see the gift that you are being in their business, in their world. They're willing to honor you and pay you for what you, you know, what you are doing for them, not because, because you need the money. Am I... Have I lost you're, you? <laughs> no, no, you are, no, no, fully, you've totally nailed it. That's like such a major key um, that you just added there, like really exploring. Because I get like, I'm only been like exploring the last, I think the last year of like uh, really seeing myself as a gift. And it hasn't been an, an easy road. I have to be very honest about that and I do uh, see uh, the changes in the more I receive the gift that I am the more people easily find me and my business and um, and I've also seen it with um, other people other people that are like working for me for example somebody did a, a website for me and she did a beautiful beautiful job um, but the gift was not only the website that she did, but like the gift that she was for me. She was, uh, she really showed me a lot of stuff about me personally and about the, the business. And that's like a gift that only she could have given with her being her personality with what she does. And um, yeah, you, wow, that's, you're totally nailing it there. It's uh, <laughs> my, so good. Thank you. So is, you, you hear you hear people in this contextual world of business and the people who wrote the book about find your purpose and find your why and all these sort of things it's it's pretty contextual but what i am talking about here is that well i truly believe that we all came into this world with a certain agenda that we're not even aware of. And when I'm talking about, uh, about agenda, I'm not talking about trying to achieve something. Agenda is, you know, that is the reason why we're here. And we all have, um, we all have, well, the first reason is just to have fun, right? But we all have something so uniquely our own stuff that no one else actually have. And the thing is that we are just so, uh, so not aware of that, what that is to the point that when we start buying uh, this um, lie of this contextual to try to fit in and to be like everyone else, you know, we all wanted to be like everyone else. We all want to be successful, just like how everyone else want to be in this reality to the point that we forget that we have something special that we're really good at that we really love to do. And when we are actually doing that, it's opened the door to totally different possibilities for us, for the world and for everyone concerned. 
And because we are so, so covered up by this contextual reality that we haven't seen it. So for the listener that listened to us right now, I would just invite you all to actually look at what is your gift? What is something that you truly good at? And we all have that gift. And it might take a while to keep on asking the question, what is it something that I'm so great at that I think that everyone good at that? Because something that you're great at that you're so really, really good at it, you don't see the value in it because you think that everyone must have it. You know, you don't even know that no one else have that gift. And because you never actually ask whether anyone have this gift, you just assume that everyone has that. And then so you, uh, you disregard it. So make a deliberate choice to be the question to say, oh, what is something that I so enjoy doing? I love doing and I'm so good at that I have not actually claimed on and acknowledge it. And what if you can use that to create and generate more and be a contribution to create more in the world. And from that space, the business will, will, um, will create itself. You know, one thing that I love to talk when people ask me the thing is, People often say, how can I make money? I said, you know, it's not about how can you make more money, but it is like, what can you be and do to expand your life, expand your reality? Because once your life and your reality expand, your financial reality will expand as well. But if you are focusing on expanding your financial reality, you just gone right back to anti-conscious into you know functioning on this contextual reality yeah away from um, the awareness of possibilities mm -hmm. i just have like one more question for anybody who's like listening um you've mentioned contextual reality a couple of times could you give like um a brief explanation what exactly you mean with that well in this reality right there's this reality we are trying to be normal, average, and real to fit in. We don't want to be different because we don't want to be judged. Not most of us want to be seen as, you know, fit into this reality, didn't want to be judged. And that is context. What I'm talking about from that space is if you want to fit, if you want to benefit, mean how can I be successful? How can I do well? How can I make money? Fit, benefit. How can I win? How can you know be successful again? How can I not lose? Whenever we function from that space, we would never function from what else is possible because that is the context of this reality which means that we will be functioning from the fixed point of view about how things are supposed to be according to everyone else, you know, in this reality, whether you Asian, European, American, or these, we have the certain, certain context that we're trying to fit in. I'm sure Evie, you have different contexts that you're trying to fit in with me. I mean, 
<laughs> Australia, we have different contexts, but we all try to be in the context of this reality. So whenever you catch yourself saying, oh, I'm trying to be like everyone else in my environment so I don't get judged. Now, is that working for you? And if it's not, what else can you be and do different to allow you to actually step out of contextual reality, which means that you have to be willing to be judged. You know, mm -hmm. if you're not choosing to be functioning within this contextual reality, people will judge you because you're not fitting in. You are too different. So, so as long as you want to be normal and fit in, then it is very hard to become a, lead, a conscious leader of your own life because you will be functioning from the space of autopilot mode and the space of how can I fit in so I won't get judged. You know, how can I, you know, even when you look at, you, you, talk, you do a lot of social media, when you look at a lot of people who's an influencer, they're still being influencer from contextual reality. Yeah. Do you know and what I mean? Fit, benefit, yeah. win and lose. Yeah, like uh, uh, I sometimes even notice it with myself as well, if I do it and it's like uh, you wanna be, um, you wanna sell yourself as successful as a winner, as um, somebody who is doing great in life, who's doing great in business, um, not much, um, yeah, there's there's not like not much vulnerability and genuinity about it. Um, and it's an image. If you like yeah. what you described there, when people are doing it from that space, that's I mean, vulnerability is a is a who you are as a being, as a presence. So so if we are saying we have to be successful and this is how we're supposed to look and this is how we're supposed to sound like and talk. And this, how many followers we need to have, and oh, blah, blah, blahs. We are not actually truly being us. We just put on this image that we can project to the contextual reality for people to receive us. And is that a true receiving? Or is that just the image that we're trying to, it's a fake image, right? So when you start being truly being you and willing to receive anything, even though the judgment you have of yourself, yeah. because that's where it starts. Because when you look at yourself and you thought, oh, I said something that someone's gonna judge me, or I said something that it really doesn't fit with that point of view. And you know for sure that People are going to judge you and you're going to start judging yourself first that you have done it. So, so that's a space that uh, we have to stop. I mean, I look, I've been through that space myself. I'm, um, I'm just so, uh, for, for the first part of my life, I was so trying to avoid being different. I try so hard not to be judged by anyone else. Well, I didn't need to avoid I constantly judging myself anyway. So there's no space for anyone else to judge me. So I don't know why I was worrying. Uh, and um, so, 
you know, when the day that I started to say, you know what, I'm choosing to actually not fit into this reality anymore. I had so much freedom to actually not trying to prove, not trying to stop anyone else from judging me because I realized that no one uh, really care about me that much to judge me anyway. So, <laughs> so that's so much freedom. <laughs> That's a really, that's a really cool one. Wow. Thank you so much. This is full of, full, full, full of golden uh, gems. Um, Obviously, um, I'm going to add some links to um, how people can like uh, connect with uh, all the things that you've been talking about through your books through your websites um social media i think the best place the best place uh, i have so many websites and things but i think the best place for people to know and to find us is called the two moments that's when where steve and i put everything together so if you come to the two moments with s uh, it's we we put everything in there uh, for uh, for anything to do with uh, our books, our uh, our programs, our classes. But for the pe- for the business people who uh, want to look at strategic awareness and for uh, conscious governance, you can look at consciousgovernance.com. I'll add those links. Google my name. Bowman, you find it. Just, just Chitisa Bowman, you find uh, all the things. That's awesome. Wow, thank you so much for this super inspiring conversation. Um, I thank, you. <laughs> thank you for inviting me. So um, I'm happy to sort of uh, create the space for people to um, look at what else is really possible. And, you know, some people would just listen to this and say, gobbledygooks, you know, I have no idea what they were talking about. But, uh, you know, when something actually ping you and something actually have a certain, like, charge that say, I have I don't know what that is, but it's something that creates so much curiosity. Then, you know, start asking and start looking at what else you could create that totally allow you to step out of this contextual reality. Because, you know, I can I can vouch for this that I was the queen of contextual reality for a long time. And the day that I'm able to step out of it, my life and our reality, Steve and I, the way we created our life and our business totally changed. And, you know, it's something that you have to experience yourself. Um, I'm not trying to convince anyone else that this is the place that you want to be because there's a lot of people who enjoy being in the contextual reality. There's a lot of people who enjoy functioning from uh, autopilot mode because it's comfortable. 
And a lot of people enjoy their comfort zone. So who am I to try to make them stepping out of their comfort zone? It's a choice yeah. that the people have to, to, to make, you know, and I think I'm never going to try to convince people that their comfort zone is wrong. There's no right or wrong or good or bad. Comfort zone is if it's work for you, then it's great. If it's not working for you anymore, and if you ask, yeah. you know, not comfort it's comfortable but I know there's something else I would like to have then there's something else you could have yeah yeah totally like yeah totally that's that's why I got into that's why I I, I meet people like you because there's always like this nagging hunger for um not very satisfied with this world and always like this sort of like nagging dissatisfaction somehow a little bit of frustration but like a all over hunger of um just like exploring more um mm. what hasn't been done yet um so i'm i'm going to really like uh how do you call it put this totally to the test drive <laughs> i'm gonna start Please with do. um Please yeah do. i would yeah. love all the um, I mean, everyone, but particularly all the ladies that, uh, you know, haven't chosen to create life that works for you, to actually asking for something else, if you want something else that is. So, you know, whether you're from Europe, Asia, Australia, um, US, you know, we all can create our own reality that will actually work for us. We don't have to be waiting to be a chosen one for someone else to choose us. On that note, thank you that. so much for having me and we'll see thank you, you. soon. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening and uh, see you on the next episode. Bye. 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 If you enjoyed this podcast, please share with your friends and family and follow us on one of the many platforms that podcast is available or subscribe to my email list.